This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Ah, and it's a wonderful football Wednesday. Some would say the most wonderful in the history of wonderful football Wednesdays. <laughs> Great guest coming up on the show today. Power Hour, Final Hour, featuring all our bets for tonight. But hey... We got big-time major-breaking news in the National Football League, and I mean that seriously. The Raiders cleaning house, and, like, good for Mark Davis, man. Like, realizing sunk costs, like, I have made a terrible mistake, and I must rectify this mistake. Like, a lot of owners don't do what Mark Davis did. And now Josh McDaniels becomes the first head coach in the history of the National Football League to get two jobs and be fired before the end of year two in each of them. I honestly like send wow. Tom Brady like another fruit basket, please. How many guys has Tom Brady gotten ridiculously rich? It's like at some point you think like people are going to realize, oh, you know the Patriot way. It actually is like the Brady way. Like it actually yeah. doesn't work unless you have Tom Brady. Then the Patriot way doesn't work unless Tom Brady's there because the Patriot way became the Buccaneer way when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. Then Bruce Arians at the at, at the Patriot way because Tom Brady was there. Uh, so McDaniel's out. Garoppolo benched, Raiders, Giants, Ritter out, Heineke in, Falcons, Vikings, Deshaun Watson quarterback news, and other organic line movement around the National Football League. Let's get to it right now in this edition, Jake, of It Moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. Uh, it's different after Josh McDaniels gets canned. Yeah, so again, in the middle of the night, Josh McDaniels got fired and general manager Dave Ziegler canned. Adios. See ya. See ya. Following just a an atrocious performance on Monday Night Football from the offense. You know, the side of the ball that Josh McDaniels is supposed to be an expert in. So McDaniels out. Good on Mark Davis for making it happen. Ziegler out. Also, uh, Mick Lombardi. <laughs> I mean, what an incredible coaching staff this was. Mick Lombardi also out. So, the new intro coach Gruden? for the Los I think Deuce I think Deuce might still be on the staff. I think that is that is definitely I think that that is the case. Also like like curly Lambos, like uh like grandson might be on the staff as well. <laughs> yes. One of the Hallises, like the sixth generation <laughs> one. Yeah, one of the ones nobody talks about. He's there somewhere. Oh yeah. my god. Uh the new Raiders interim coach, and this is like we actually like we did a bit on this this summer. Yeah. It's like when Josh McDaniels gets fired. Who's the interim coach going to be? 
I think we both thought it would probably be defensive coordinator. Patrick Graham made the most sense. But, you know, when you when you got further down the board, Antonio Pierce was a name that, you know, maybe it'll be him. So it's former Giants linebacking great, in all seriousness, was one of the best. I mean, like, this is serious. He one of the yeah. best players on the Giants in 2007 when they when they yeah. won Super Bowl 42 and beat the undefeated Patriots. So it's going to be weird. It's not like Eli Manning is coaching the team or like Michael Strahan, but it is going to be weird seeing Antonio Pierce coaching against the Giants for this Giants fan, me, and other Giants fans as well. So Antonio Pierce is the Raiders' interim coach. I guess my question would be, um, do the Raiders pay as well pay players as well as Arizona State? Yeah, jeez. I guess we'll find out. Uh, so Antonio Pierce is the interim head coach, and someone named Bo Hardigree will be the offensive coordinator, was described in a tweet by Ian Rappaport as a highly regarded former assistant of Adam Gase. I'm not sure if there was, like, meant to be a laugh track there or, like, sarcasm intended. I'm, <laughs> I'm not really sure. I don't know. From the prestigious a, uh, Hardigree family of, uh, like, of offensive minds, you know? So, like, I, now it's just like, do, do his eyes move like in googly fashion, like like cookie monsters, like Adam Gase does, <laughs> like with the laser pointer. Um, so Bo Hardigree will be calling the place for the Raiders, and he'll be doing so for Aiden O'Connell because Jimmy Garoppolo sure. has been benched. And again, good on the Raiders for doing this. So Aiden O'Connell will be the quarterback, apparently, for the rest of the season. Our guy Greg Rosenthal, who was on the show yesterday, tweeted this. That based on reporting that that he's heard and like uh, and uh, and read that it feels like Mark Davis like basically made this decision after McDaniel's started Brian Hoyer in the Bears game and not Aiden O'Connell and they lost the game and that was kind of like the beginning of the end for Josh McDaniel's and then of course the Monday night putrid performance against the Lions got you there as well so that's what's going on in Vegas clear skies in Central Park for the Giants oh. uh, Daniel Jones is expected to be back but we haven't gotten an injury report and normally that thing's the size of like the Dead Sea Scrolls so we'll we'll find out what happens with the Giants and their injury report. But Ken, with all the Raiders stuff, what do we have right now? Raiders and Giants in the betting market. Yeah, you'd, you'd think there would... I, I just... I was surprised there wasn't even more of a move. Now look, like, Daniel Jones more likely to play. The Raiders make a move to a quarterback who had played very poorly in his only start against the Chargers. And you, those two things in combination. The coach firing, it's always funny, right? Like, historically, do you get a big line move off a of coach firing? Honestly, like... Sometimes you get something, but sometimes you don't get very, it's all like case by case, right? And so in this situation, uh, Jeff Saturday last year, I think would be a good example. I think the line moved hard away from the Colts when he was the, uh, when he was named the interim head coach. And then they won that first game, I think, uh, or something like that. I they think, beat you the Raiders, right? The Raiders. It was the Raiders. That's what it was. It was against McDaniels. It was the Raiders. Of course it was. Of course it was. Because why wouldn't it have been? I was like, I swear it was an LA team, but I kind of, because it was, it was Vegas. They used to be in Oakland and they used to be Los Angeles. So anyway, uh, this market was basically set Raiders three, three and a half prior to Monday Night Football. The Lions bulldoze the Raiders. Uh, it gets bet to two and a half. So the Raiders are still favored, but by less than three, we talked about the game yesterday uh, a little bit. And just the idea of like, all right, like, what do we want to do? I make a case for the Raiders if the line drops more, not knowing that this was kind of lurking as a potential story the next 24 hours, but then the guys get fired. So we were Raiders two and a half. And Nick just read you like a laundry list of news stories, all of which are very interesting and some of which are very funny, to be honest. And so new coach, new quarterback, Daniel Jones seems likely to play. And we really only go like two and a half to one. So the Raiders are still favored. They're still favored by less than three in the game, despite the fact that like every possible variable about the game, short of the fact that there's going to be like a windstorm in the stadium, everything about the game has has changed to a certain extent. And the market hasn't moved very much. The Raiders are still favored in the game. The Raiders with, you know, uh, you know, 
new offensive coordinator, new coach, Aiden O'Connell quarterback, like Antonio Pierce is going to be on the sidelines. Like, ah, two and a half, one. I just think that's kind of interesting. Like, I, I was expecting when I woke up and saw all that news, I go, oh, the Giants are favored. Like, Giants are favored in the game, have to be favored in the game. And we're just kind of in this weird no man's land still where the Raiders are favored. So we just basically went two and a half to one, one and a half. And then the other interesting thing is the total in the game basically didn't move at all. It went down like a half point <laughs> from what it was before. It was already a pretty low total, 37 and a half, 38, and it's 37 right now. So a lot of fun things to talk about with this game. But at the same time, like not a ton of market movement, kind of having the same conversation we would have had yesterday in terms of the side of um, what what's your best guess as to why we haven't seen like more of a move? And it can be a guess, and that's okay. Because Josh McDaniels is the worst coach of all time, so any any warm body represents the same thing. Uh, and Garoppolo played the worst quarterback game ever, and any other quarterback probably doesn't represent a significant change. I'm going to guess that's like how it's being interpreted. That would be my guess. The McDaniels part, I think you can say very confidently. Like you're going to replace him with someone else and people are going to be like, no, the Raiders are worse. Of course not. He's the worst head coach. You replace him with anybody. The perception will be that they're at least the same. So I think that's that part of it. The quarterback part's a little interesting to me just because we only have one O'Connell data point and it's terrible and uh, turned the ball over a ton. And then McDaniels like threw him under the bus after the game. It was really weird. And then like, okay, that doesn't mean O'Connell can't be way better. He might be way better. Just that like, I would have thought our one like image of him was so negative that Garoppolo to him would have been viewed as like a big difference, but it's not, it's not being viewed that way. Not, not if Jimmy's going to play like he did obviously on Monday True. night. Uh, and on balance, obviously Garoppolo has been, you know, we only seen one eight or O'Connell start. Garoppolo did start a Super Bowl where he uh, where he overthrew a player on a really important play in the game, kind of like he did on Monday night. Twice. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday line moving week nine in the NFL. I will say, and like we'll do more on this game over the course of the week and the Raiders because it's very funny and very interesting. Uh, I said yesterday on the show that I liked the Giants in the game. Josh McDaniels, dead team walking. Giants getting guys back. Daniel Jones back. I think the Giants might be better all over the Giants. This makes me like the Giants less with McDaniels out. Like, I I don't know how you can, in at least a one-game scenario, I don't know if this is going to play out and, like, Pierce is going to be great or O'Connell's going to be great. They might both be brutal. Just that I think, like, as a someone who was interested in betting the Giants, I would have rather had McDaniels and Garoppolo like limping into this game off of Monday night, knowing that like the whole team's pissed, like the organization's not behind them anymore. I would have rather had that setup than whatever this is going to be on Sunday. Curious if you agree or disagree with that, Ken. If you liked the Giants, I would have rather th at least one more game of McDaniels as opposed to McDaniels out, and now you might get a bounce from the team and you might get like an inspired effort from the entire. Who knows? Yeah, I just think you have no idea. I mean, if, if you're going to bet the game, uh, I, I guess I guess I would still only bet the Raiders because the same thing is still true. Like, they're being really, really, really devalued versus what they would have been versus the Giants each of the last, like, five weeks. This is, like, the lowest possible difference between the teams over that period. So it, it's the same. You can apply the same concept. It's just, like, okay, like I, I don't know what we're going to see at all. No one knows what we're going to see at all. Kind of curious to see 
how this I I don't know where the market's going. Like if that's if that's something we're going to talk about, like I have no idea. I have no idea. Like what do you, what do you think the number's going to close at? I don't know. One of seven possible numbers. I, I mean, I really have no clue. Giants but one. The, if like Thomas and Neil come like, back, is maybe. It? But then why not yet? You think you get the max right now, and then you get buyback as you could close the weekend. Like well, also, the, the Waller just ruled happened. out for the game. Waller yeah. ruled out for the game in a revenge spot for him against his former team. He might miss multiple weeks with a hamstring injury. I'm not saying he impacts the spread, but like right. it's not going to be like a full strength Giants, which, which I think some people may have been hoping for at least. Sure, but I, I mean, I think if it's like if you're expecting the Giants to be favored, my question would just be like, what else is going to happen that's going to make it? Like they've already said it's O'Connell. Fair. They already put it's Antonio fair. Pierce the head coach. Like what what bump is left here? Like they're gonna they're gonna tell you like all the other coordinators and coaches are different too. Like they're actually gonna say like just kidding, it's not O'Connell. We just signed a guy off the street. That's who it is. Like there's nothing left. And if there's nothing left, and we only got to this, then this might be where we stay. I, I don't. I honestly don't know. Um, I I don't know if I'm going to end up betting this game now. I do. I do get the sense that like. I've thought the Raiders were valuable the whole time. And so it's like, oh, well, now they're changing coaches and changing quarterbacks. Does that change your mind? No, because like the price is just really, really, really low for Raiders against a team like this, almost like no matter who the coach and the quarterback are within reason. And, uh, you know, is O'Connell worse than Jimmy G? I don't know. Is Pierce the worst than McDaniels? I doubt it. And, uh, you know, so it's just like, I think I might still bet the Raiders, but this just, it just throws a ton of uncertainty into things, and which is okay. Now, if I were to ask you, what was your favorite moments of the first Josh McDaniels run as head coach in Denver? It would undoubtedly be, you know, the whole, like, like trying to tape San Francisco practices for a London game when yes. Troy Smith started and then losing to the 49ers. Not Ohio State Troy Smith, San Francisco 49ers Troy Smith. That would undoubtedly be the answer. What is your favorite moment of Josh McDaniels' second run as NFL head coach? It's a good question. So, like, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, the week two collapse against Arizona when we <laughs> yeah. were in Vegas. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, up three possessions in the game at home in the home opener. And Kyler Murray comes back and ties the game. Game goes to overtime. Cardinals win on a defensive touchdown. Uh, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I'm trying to think of, like, I mean, there are a number of, like, in-game decisions where, God, who, who did they play when Al called the Thursday night game a few weeks ago? Who did they play in the Thursday night game? They play somebody, or was it them? Did they play a Thursday night game? There was like some, mo there was some moment, maybe it was in last year, where just like the decisions to kick field goals in situations I think you're, where I think you're thinking the Monday night the, game against Dable, the Chiefs right? where they're up four, they're up fourteen okay. nothing, yeah. and it's like fourth and one, and like you have a chance to go twenty one nothing, and they kick a field goal, and then they lose yeah. the game to Kansas City. It's just like that. I mean, like, what's your favorite moment? I don't know. Like a seven hundred way tie for settling for field goals in situations where where you should. Have. But the week two Arizona game is like its own special kind of of hilarious. And I would also just mention, like, he he lost by he lost badly to Tyson Bagent toward the end of his time. That is something that happened with a better team. He went on the road and lost to Tyson Bagent. So like that's that's on the that's on the tombstone also. Uh, on the other side, we'll talk about Taylor Heineke starting for Atlanta on Sunday against the Minnesota Vikings. But we do have a piece of breaking news here, and maybe nothing's happened in the market yet. And maybe the expectation is that everything's going to be copacetic and it's going to be fine. Um, Josh Allen does not practice today, Ken, for the Buffalo Bills. This news just crossing the wire. Allen officially DNP uh, with a right shoulder injury that apparently he suffered in last week's win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Remember when Allen like, went into the medical tent at one point last week and was kind of favoring his shoulder, came back in, definitely got a tour to all shot came back in and like played well the rest of the game so Allen doesn't practice today um maybe he'll practice tomorrow maybe he won't I don't know um and anything happening in the Bills Bengals game here to wrap up this segment 
Yeah, so this this game had gotten bet down toward Buffalo earlier today, where there were like a lot of one and a halfs on the board and like a few twos on the board where the difference between the teams was almost nothing. And like a quick glance at the board right now, like it might take a little time for this to get into the market, but you see a couple spots lighting up already going back to two and a half in the game. I haven't seen any threes yet, but like a little bit of movement in a few places as the story starts to get into the market. I would expect it to have like a, a small impact for now. And then as we get later in the weekend, there's more of that. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, if I mean, if we get to tomorrow and he doesn't practice, like, this is at least three. If we get later in the week and he doesn't practice, it starts to really get crazy and take off a little bit, probably, because it's Burrow and what you just saw last week against like, Kyle Allen, potentially. Like, that's the number that you would make. I mean, I, I mean, what would you make that point spread, obviously? Uh, a very big one. Uh, Kyle Allen revenge game against his former team. Um, uh, it feels yeah, like the Bills need... It feels like Buffalo needs its bye week sooner rather than later. It's not until week 13. I know that because I have Josh Allen on a lot of fantasy teams. On the other side, Ritter me this. What's the line movement to the Falcons-Vikings game? We'll tell you next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.